welcome back to Ghoul's Night In, the spooky chat show with your best ghoul friends. I'm Penny Snark. And I am Midge Munster. And today I want to get into my favorite horror film, Trick or Treat. Um, And I will say up front that I'm not going to spoil anything in this episode. So if you have not seen Trick or Treat, we're going to talk about it. We're going to talk about the the style aspects of the film and things but uh i had a little giggle actually while while writing up this episode today because penny you just did your silence of the lambs episode not too long ago (laughs) yes um which i had not seen until recently uh and that's like your your film of choice also penny recently got a great tattoo uh silence of the lambs inspired deaf head moth tattoo and uh i my favorite is trick-or-treat like i just said uh i have a trick-or-treat tattoo i believe on the same arm (laughs) that your that your death set moth tattoo is on how appropriate Uh, (laughs) not 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 coordinated ladies and gentlemen we just have the same brain yeah Uh, so i was like oh that's cute like we both have our little favorite movie tattoos on our arm and uh, i love it and also conversely or like the same you have not seen my favorite horror film you have not seen trick-or-treat still <laughs> no it is it is on my it was on my list um for my spooky movies that i'm gonna watch this yeah. season uh, that's so like i said you I, have promised me this is the year yes, so i'm, I'm holding you to it, it. <laughs> i i will say that i have read the wikipedia article okay okay because not this was pr- prior to the podcast i was just like i got it i do that sometimes with horror movies where i want to have feel general... like i know what's up <laughs> yeah yeah well yeah yeah within our in our group of humans you got to have a general knowledge of a lot of things just yeah. to keep up with conversation right <laughs> <laughs> uh, but that's yeah why i'm not gonna get into spoilers today not just because penny has not seen this film but also this is one of those movies that i think everyone should have the like pleasure of getting to experience like going in totally blind the first time um so if you have never seen this movie please check it out i'm gonna say that up front it, it is so much fun uh, and this is a great time to go see it because uh, Trick or Treat is in the news a lot right now because it is getting its first ever theater release uh, in October 2022. And we'll get into that a bit more later about why that is the case. But uh, I'm so freaking excited to see this film in all of its glory in theaters next month. Uh, I can't wait. Uh, But let's get into a little bit of history and what this film is like. Um, It's become an absolute cult classic, and it really has like everything you could ever want from the perfect Halloween movie, in my opinion. So uh, Trick or Treat is set up as uh, an anthology style film, which if you uh, aren't familiar, just means that it basically consists of several shorter stories that are all tied together through kind of a a through line. And it's also a bit of a horror comedy. Um, This film came out, well, it it was done in 2007. And they were kind of doing this before anyone was like really doing horror comedy. (laughs) Um, So it was also a bit of an odd duck that people were like, I think didn't quite know what to do with. Um, But it's not, (laughs) 
I was thinking when I was writing this out, like, <laughs> you know, that TikTok sound, it's like, but not funny, ha ha, funny, funny weird. weird. <laughs> <laughs> like, that's, that's the way in which uh, Trick or Treat is a horror comedy. I wouldn't say <laughs> like, busting up laughing by any means. Yeah. You are going to be like, <laughs> what? <laughs> Uh, but so the the film consists of four uh, or five, depending on who you ask, short stories that all take place over the Halloween night in Warren Valley, Ohio. Um, we have the the four big stories. We have Principal Steve Wilkins, who is carving jack o' lanterns with his son. We've got uh, Lori, who is played by the glorious Anna Paquin. Yeah, love. We love Anna Paquin here. Uh, Ghoul's Night Inn is an Anna Paquin stan account now. <laughs> a a bi icon. <laughs> Bicon, yes. Uh, Lori is her character. She is a 22 year old virgin who is going to a party with her sister and seeking out like the perfect gentleman for her first time. But there's a twist on that. Mm-hmm. Um, we have a, a group of kids, shitty kids, I'm going to say that first off. Um, who are out to discover the truth about an urban legend about a school bus massacre that happened on Halloween. Uh, and we have Mr. Krieg's story. And he is like a, a grumpy old hermit man who lives alone with his dog, whose his dog is named Spite, um, <laughs> which is so funny. I've been watching this movie every Halloween for the last 10 years, probably. Um, and I never, because I, so I used to not be able to watch television with subtitles. Mm-hmm. Um, it was really, really distracting to my my ADHD. Like I couldn't yes. split <laughs> enough to watch the the image and the the captions, you know. Um, but as of late, I am getting older and more deaf, and so <laughs> in the last couple of years, I've been watching stuff with subtitles. I always thought the dog's name was Spike, which oh, is a yeah. normal dog mm-hmm. name. And it wasn't till I showed Taylor this film for the first time on Halloween two years ago, and we were watching it with subtitles, and I saw Mr. Creek go, spite! And I was like, whoa! What? What a twist! Y'all wanted a twist? Uh, <laughs> Is it Trick or Treat still surprising you after Still surprising years? me after all these years, um, which just rounds out his character even more. So yeah, horror comedy. The dog's name is Spite. <laughs> Um, I, mean, I was gonna say you gotta have a grumpy hermit old man in a Halloween God. story. Yeah, that's a, that's, a, that's a prerequisite. It's a really important part of the story. Um, yeah, so Mr. Krieg uh, is, you know, alone in his home with his dog on Halloween night. He doesn't celebrate. He's not decorated, what have you. Um, and he gets a surprise visit from a mysterious trick or treater, and chaos ensues. Mm-hmm. Um, so we have all these stories kind of happening. Um, they do not intermingle. Like you literally kind of get the full, or you think the full bit of each story um, as we go along. And then as you get towards the end of the film, you realize that all of these are intertwined. And our connecting thread is, I don't know what to call him. He's not a villain. (laughs) He is sort of a slasher in a way, but he's also kind of our protagonist, but he's Uh, also not the main character. Mischievous figure. (laughs) We have our, I don't know, our our deus ex machina, (laughs) (laughs) Sam, my, my sweet baby boy, Sam, 
uh, short for Samhain, of course. Uh, And he is the personified spirit of Halloween, dressed as a little trick-or-treater boy. And his purpose in the film is he goes around enforcing the rules of the holiday. Uh, So Sam makes an appearance in each of these stories throughout the the, the movie and whenever one of the characters breaks a Halloween tradition. So what are Sam's rules of Halloween, everyone? Hmm. Um, There are four that are generally recognized as being the the rules from the film. Um, There are technically seven in all. Some people include the last three, others don't. Uh, But if you look at like an officially licensed piece of trick-or-treat merch, it's going to list these four. Uh, Number one, always wear a costume. Always. Always. Number two, always hand out treats. Number three, never blow a jack-o'-lantern out before midnight. That's a big no-no. That sounds like a fire safety issue in my house, because I'll be asleep by then. Well, see, okay, you're just being a real creep. I'm just going to get murdered. I'm just going to get my ass murdered because I don't want my house to burn down because I'm an old woman and I need to go to bed, Sam. I'm so... Penny's the Mr. Krieg of this situation. I, I can't <laughs> I, deal with you. Oh, man. I would be the grumpy old hermit. I would need I'm, my dog spite. I'm a real Rhonda, but you don't know what that means yet. Uh, <laughs> uh, and then number four is, of course, always check your candy. Um, I think a lot of people, even if you're not familiar with the movie, if you haven't seen it, you're familiar with the imagery of the candy bar with the razor blades sticking out of it. So those are the the four that are generally accepted as Sam's rules. Um, some people also include number five, don't take down your decorations before November 1. Um, number six, never hurt the innocent. And then seven. That's just a course, good rule in general. That's a, a good rule to live Halloween. by. Yeah. Uh, and then number seven is, of course, respect the dead. And hey, theme to our last episode i know i was literally <laughs> thinking about this the whole time i was like man sam would be effing be up pissed, these grave robbers <laughs> uh so yeah like i said he th- we, th- i think we're some of the reason those last three are kind of added in is because of uh some of the situations under which sam shows up in the film uh it's it's fun to kind of try to as you're watching the movie if you're watching it for the first time Keep these rules in mind and see if you can, you know, spot where the rules are broken uh, and why Sam makes his appearances. It's a fun little little trajectory game. Um, but so getting into the production history of this film, uh, Trick or Treat was directed by a man named Michael Doherty. Uh, but before Trick or Treat happened in 1996, Doherty created a short animated film called Season's Greetings. And uh, this was produced at NYU's Tisch School for the perf- or for the arts. I almost said for the performing arts because <laughs> of who I am as a person. Uh, but in their animation department, and uh, the this is a, it's really short. It's a little four minute film. You can actually find the whole thing on YouTube. I recommend checking it out. It's really cool. It's done in like the OG animation style where they like, you know, color each slide in marker and then like tape it over the clear transparencies and film uh, over it. It's very cool, very nostalgic. Um, It has a real like autumnal, gloomy, creepy vibe. Um, But it's just a a short little film that features a trick-or-treater in orange footy pajamas and a little burlap sack over his head 
Um, in this iteration, he actually has like a jack-o'-lantern face more on the the sack. Mm-hmm. But uh, he's out late night, trick-or-treating alone. You can tell it's like really late because there's no other kids on the street. Uh, he goes up to several houses and like rings the doorbell and nobody answers. And as it pans through, you see when he's walking down the street, you see a missing child poster. And then uh, moving forward, you see him getting stalked by this kind of large shadow of what appears to be a man in a trench coat. Um, And the man follows the little trick-or-treater down an alleyway. And then you see like flashes of spattering blood and like big gnashing teeth. And then the twist is that the twist is that the, the, the trick or treater then uh, reappears from out of the alleyway, dragging his candy sack, uh, which is now presumably holding the body of the the stalker figure. And it zooms in on his little mask, all spattered with blood, and the word "seasons greetings" flash across the screen. Nice. <laughs> um, <clears throat> So this was the inspiration for what became Trick or Treat. Uh, I also think that the uh, stalker figure is probably what ends up inspiring the character of Steve Wilkins, the principal in the in the film. Um, but Doherty wanted to make this into a feature film for years after he made this short, and like nobody wanted to pick it up. Um, and you know, this is one of my favorite little tidbits of any movie as we got into, uh, Beetlejuice originally being called mm-hmm. Scare, Scare oh, Sheetless. Yeah. I love, uh, what uh, original titles of films. <laughs> Always entertaining. So Trick or Treat went through several iterations cause it, it was originally going to be called Seasons Greetings because of the short film. Um, and they said, eh, people are going to think it's a Christmas movie, which, I actually think it's funny because <laughs> really Sam has a lot of Santa-like qualities. Um, With he, the murder and all. <laughs> well, we talk, we've Santa's a I vampire. Know, we've I talked know. about I'm this. Just, I'm <laughs> uh, no, but like he's visiting houses with a big sack and like making sure you've been like not yeah, naughty or nice rules. following yeah, the rule yeah. yeah i mean he's, he's got some santa like qualities um but yeah so they they nixed that and then uh it was halloween terrors then it was jack-o'-lantern tales then it was october the 31st <laughs> and then they finally settled on trick or treat but then uh there was another movie that came out in the 80s already called trick or treat so they took the O out and then it became trick or treat. Uh, went on a real journey there to get to, <laughs> to where we are with the title. Uh, but anyway, <laughs> I just always have to include that. Cause I think it's, I think it's fun. It is. It is very interesting. And it, it's always, I always enjoy like trying to picture a movie. Like if it I had come being like seeing the like DVD or the trailer or whatever, and having it being like, October the 31st and I'd be like what (laughs) well yeah like I'm thinking about you know having this tattoo on my arm like this yeah from my favorite movie jack-o'-lantern tales like that's (laughs) that sounds like a like an animated like kids special (laughs) which would also be appropriately funny well yeah hey kids (laughs) well and the the when you watch the movie the beginning of the film is kind of set up like one of those old halloween safety videos Mm, um so it's it's cute but uh anyway doherty could not get any major studio to bite on this idea at all um they were really convinced that like anthology films were super dated and out of style Mm. 
and that the way that the horror in this film like is presented was a lot more classic than where horror was headed at the time things were changing rapidly in the early aughts for horror like um we're getting a lot more into different genres (laughs) Um, a lot of subgenres breaking out and just nobody was really biting on this so then legendary pictures picks it up and they thought for sure that like this was going to be the new how like instant halloween classic they really believed in it and then warner brothers studio was the other half of who was backing this so then it gets to it's supposed to release uh october 5th of 2007 warner brothers at the last minute starts having doubts about this and delays the release date ends up kind of pulling back on it and the film doesn't get released (laughs) and they start in uh, over the next couple of years basically putting it in some festival screenings a lot of horror festivals and things showed it um one of (laughs) one of the first screenings i saw this was just funny the the uh, festival was called butt numathon (laughs) (laughs) nice Um, but it starts getting really popular at these these festival screenings. People are really enjoying it, uh, but it never sees a theater, an actual na- nationwide theater release. Mm-hmm. And after two years of sitting in the Warner Brother vaults, they very, very quietly released it straight to DVD in 2009, uh, which is just a complete disservice to this film. And I'm still mad about it. But yeah, that's unfortunate. I'm I can I confess that I'm shocked that it's that old. Yeah. Like yeah. I when you said 2007 first I was like what? And even 2009 like I I assumed that it was from like you know maybe like 5 years ago at most. Well, and let me tell you why you think that. Please do. <laughs> is that is that a good segue? It's a great I segue. Gave you? No, it's great. Uh because yeah, horror fans loved this movie and did not want to allow it to sink into obscurity the way wb kind of tried to force it into and uh i honestly i think you would be maybe i'm wrong but this is my perception i think you would be hard pressed to find a horror lover who doesn't think this is the perfect halloween movie um it it it's like the uh stefan like this film has everything (laughs) (laughs) like it it really does it's got like werewolves it's got zombies it's got ghosts it's got murder it's got uh, jack-o'-lanterns it's got everything it's great um and so as it gets you know more and more word of mouth more Mm -hmm. or less um which i find so we've talked about this a lot honestly with like the scream episode it didn't have a lot of success straight out yep. and it got word of mouth you just talked about this with silence of the lambs having kind of a, a soft like weird opening and then people talking about like for what but what i'm learning is that studios don't know what's good they super don't <laughs> oh no what's good uh, but people who love trigger trade are hardcore about it and uh the more and more it gets i actually read a really interesting uh article that was called like the the scary good afterlife of a like a great film or so um and talking about how in the last five to seven years michael doherty has been getting called up for all these interviews about trick-or-treat all this press 
uh, as anyone who has been in a spirit Halloween in the last four years knows they have licensed trick or treat. And it seems like more and more and more every year, we're just getting tons of trick or treat merchandise, both through places like spirit. And I feel like I'm seeing more and more small makers making stuff. Um, which is very exciting. If you've been a long time trick or treat lover, it was not this popular. (laughs) Like the, again, the people who love it, love it, but there wasn't like options to get, you know, stuff with Sam on it. Like that just wasn't happening. I Um, I remember like uh, within like the past couple of years, I remember actually like seeing like the pumpkin lollipop and uh not knowing that it was from anything. And, And I was, I was like, thankfully actually it may have even been in like a spirit or something where i was like well this is cute like a cute little like candy you know trick-or-treating yeah. kind of thing and definitely fully that you're not wrong almost, almost bought it with no concept of the fact that it was from something and then i think like later that year i saw someone post and be like oh my trick-or-treat collection and i was like oh like not like general terms trick-or-treat like trick-or-treat tm collection <laughs> i i would have been like that uh the annoying men who ask like pe- women wearing band t-shirts if you had had that lo- lollipop i would have been like name five characters from trick-or-treat penny what's your, what's your favorite rule of halloween yeah penny? <laughs> name three of the four <laughs> rules <laughs> Uh, well, and then too, in 2017, uh, Trick or Treat got their own themed scare zone for Halloween Horror Nights at mm-hmm. Universal Studios. Mm-hmm. Um, and in the following year, 2018, got their own haunted like attraction as well. Um, so it, it's had a really rich afterlife. And I'm A, that makes me so happy that I, I, I personally, I, I, I found this to be the case with most of the fandom of this film it's not a gatekeepy community. Like nobody is doing the like, well, I liked trick or treat before it was cool. Like, I, I don't know if this is in your notes, Mitch, but uh-huh. when, when did you discover trick or treat? Like what, what was, how did you come across it? That is such a, yeah, I, I, if I'm correct, I saw this film with, so one of my best friends um, in high school, he and I had, pretty i would say at least monthly maybe bi-weekly um but semi-regular movie screening evenings um where we would watch some kind of what we perceived to be like quote bad horror Mm -hmm. (laughs) um we we wanted to watch like stupid horror movies oh yeah schlockies Um, you love yeah but we ended up finding some real bangers in this process um one of them being Dead Silence, which I also cannot recommend enough, a, a severely underrated weird puppet horror film. <laughs> <laughs> uh, but I believe it was in 2011 uh, that he and I watched Trick or Treat. Nice. Um, and I, I mean, like instant, instant love. Um, it's just so unique. The the structure of it, there, there's just nothing else like it. And uh, the the way that the stories all weave together at the end is really compelling and really fun. Um, and yeah, I've, I, I do. I watch this every Halloween night. Um, I have a very specific movie lineup that I do <laughs> on the actual eve of Halloween that uh, I watch Trick or Treat. And then I start Beetlejuice at the exact time that when 
the credits start rolling and jump in the line starts playing that it is midnight on halloween night (laughs) (laughs) i have this all lined up um but like and then yeah like i said i showed taylor my husband uh this film two years ago for the first time he sat and watched it with me and he actually really really liked it as well so that was exciting um so i really hope that if you have not seen this film or if you have seen it and you love it or if you haven't seen it in a long time whatever it may be uh take the time and go out and support this theater release next month if you can uh i believe october 6th is the date that it's it's getting re-released into theaters or not (laughs) re-released um it's also this is a great film for people who aren't big horror folks as well like it's it's pretty campy and it it does have some really good scares, but it's also like goofy in a lot of ways. So I, I think it's surprising. And if you are a person who's like, I wouldn't go see a horror movie in theaters because I'm too jumpy or whatever. This is a great, like gateway horror drug. (laughs) Um, So yeah, please go check it out. And then tell me, tell me if you love it because this movie has been so formative to my love of Halloween. It has such cozy, like, even though there's, you know, murder, uh, <laughs> it has such cozy, Whatever. like, when has murder ever interrupted coziness? Right. <laughs> Never. Not uh, in my book. No, but yeah, really, uh, October autumnal vibes. And, uh, it's a, it's just a classic. It's great. Um, but yeah, I'm I'm so thrilled that I finally I, I've been waiting for like the oh good opportunity to talk about this and when then the when the news came up that it was getting released in theaters I was like yeah let's get into it <laughs> yeah that's super fun I am excited to watch it I I I did look it up um the nearest theater to me is like an hour away uh, that's getting it so I will probably be renting it but I will be that's watching okay. it this season. Yeah, I can't wait. I mean, I know you've done a, a little bit of research, but I think you're still going to be like, whoa. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. And this was also like years ago. So I right. remember next to nothing. <laughs> I can't wait. I can't wait. Yes, I will. I will keep you updated on my trick or treat thoughts. <laughs> well, and if you have any trick or treat thoughts and you would like to share them with me, uh, feel free to go over to the Ghouls Night In pod Instagram and shoot me a message but don't don't give spoilers in case penny sees the message yes <laughs> but tell me if you love this movie as much as i do and uh let's have a let's have a heart to heart about it heck yeah well that is all i have about trick-or-treat today uh if you are enjoying our little podcast here we would sure love to know about it uh you can leave us a review wherever you listen to your podcasts and uh we will just possibly read it live right here on the air i believe we have a review to share today don't we we sure do uh this is a five-star review from itunes uh by veggie dancer girl um entitled (laughs) perfect amount of spooky uh and she says i'm not tough enough for true crime but give me terrifying turnips and victorian level thrills any day sans medicated salads this show is hilarious and educational it truly feels like i'm just hanging out with a couple of quick-witted ghoul friends highly recommend oh thank you so much thanks yeah 
we coincidentally have... that oh sorry oh nope i i was just laughing about medicated salads <laughs> <laughs> i was gonna say coincidentally that's exactly the review i would uh i would also give to trick or treat perfectly hey. spooky perfect amount of spooky <laughs> there you go well thank you so much uh yes please do consider leaving us a review if you're listening that really helps us reach new audiences and know we're doing a good job over here and showing y'all topics that you're interested in hearing about yes and if they don't let you leave a review just just give us those five stars those are also very much appreciated they sure are and five is penny's favorite number so only (laughs) i mean my my real favorite number is seven and five is as close as you can get on our rating systems yeah perfect Well, as we mentioned before, if you're looking for more content from us, you can check us out over on Instagram at Ghouls Night and Pod. We post pictures over there of anything we chat about on the episodes. Uh, we also have links over there now to our Ghouls Night in merch, which you can purchase Ooh. and wear and have a great spooky time in. And then if you're looking for us, you can find me across all platforms at Midge Munster. And you can find me at Penny Snark. And thank you all so much for listening. Until next time. Good. Good.